The first reading is a reading from the book of the prophet Zephaniah. Seek the Lord, all you humble of the earth, who have observed his law. Seek justice. Seek humility. Perhaps you may be sheltered on the day of the Lord's anger. But I will leave as a remnant in your midst a people humble and lowly who shall take refuge in the name of the Lord, the remnant of Israel. They shall do no wrong and speak no lies, nor shall there be found in their mouths a deceitful tongue. They shall pasture and couch their flocks with none to disturb them. The word of the Lord. Thanks to God. I will praise your 
Second reading is a reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Consider your own calling, brothers and sisters. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. Rather, God chose the foolish of the world to shame the wise. And God chose the weak of the world to shame the strong. And God chose the lowly to despise the world, those who count for nothing, to reduce to nothing those who are something, so that no human being might boast before God. It is due to him that you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, as well as righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, so that as it is written, whoever boasts should boast in the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks. Brothers and sisters, may our Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up to them, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when they insult you and they persecute you and they utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad for your reward will be great in heaven. The gospel of the Lord. Praise 
Good morning. And how are you? Blessed as we focus on the blessed attitudes, the be happy attitudes, uh, what gives us a blessed life. And when we are confronted with the Beatitudes, again, I just, people don't let it enter in. Because most of us, if not all of us, don't buy it. None of the uh, people that Jesus was speaking to, none of them thought this was a good idea. Because here, people think if you're poor, that's not good. If you're mourning, that's not good. If, uh, if you're a peacemaker, that's not good. And that's the same way with people today. People don't want to be poor. So Matthew says poor in spirit. Luke says poor. But the reality is to be poor in spirit and poor is to be a person who just trusts in God for all things. We like to do things our way. We like to be in charge. That's not poor in spirit in any way, shape, or form. But so here is how God thinks. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are the mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness or hunger and thirst for holiness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the clean of heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who are persecuted. And blessed are you when they insult you. Now, all of us sit there and say, I don't think that's being very blessed. But you got to see that God looks and sees differently than the world does. Completely. The world sits there and says, you got to be in charge. The world says, we got to have power. The world says, no one's going to do anything. I was just with a friend of mine, and he talks about, he doesn't like the mercy concept. He's a, uh, agnostic, I guess. He's all these people that just want to do things and get mercy. And I said, everybody wants justice until you need mercy. And then everybody wants mercy. But again, we don't like that. We don't like if someone gets off scot-free because, come on. Now, of course, no one gets off scot-free. Jesus pays the penalty. He paid the penalty for all of us. But so we got to see that God thinks differently than the world. And then we got to know that we're called to think like God, not of the world. Huh? And I don't think most people in the church do that. People all over the uh, internet and that always think like the world in God's name. They think that the old president's greater than the Pope. They think that we have power and we need to yield our power. That's not of God. And I wonder how many are watching this, how many are sitting here thinking, well, I'd like to do it my way, Father. Oh, you're going to love hell. The reality is we got to start thinking the way God thinks. That's just as simple as it is. We cannot think the way an American thinks. We cannot think the way a Democrat thinks. We cannot think the way a Republican thinks. we got to think the way God thinks. And none of them think the way God thinks in all things. Just let me give you a hint. So some of us have really bought into the world way too much. And God's saying, I want you to see things the way I see things. And that's an altogether different way. So the first thing I'd encourage us all to think about is do I need to repent from looking at God and looking at the world the way the world thinks 
Or do I see things the way God thinks? And what's necessary for that, if you go to the first reading, now someone last night almost had a heart attack, actually got this. There's one word in the first readings that said three times. Anybody know what that word is? Humility. Good job. Seek the Lord, all you humble of earth. Seek justice. Seek humility. And God will give a remnant for the humble and the lowly. What's necessary to think the way God thinks is humility. That I don't know everything. God does. When I look at the world through my eyes only, I miss truth. Truth is what God calls truth, not what we call truth. And so truth is then so... God thinks one way, i got to learn to think the way God does, and then i got to learn to live the way God does. I'm not just called to look at the uh, Beatitudes and say, aren't they nice? I'm called to live the Beatitudes. And you know what? That'll kill us. Aren't you excited? To live the way Jesus lives is to live the life of the cross, that we give away our life for everybody, huh? And again, just something as simple as I've talked about before, when we judge other people, and I do it too. I mean, we're all doing it. If you look at me and say, Father, I don't judge anybody. Oh, please, let me kiss your feet because you're a saint. But the reality is, see, you just judged me. Isn't that nice? The reality is that we got to live then the way God lives, and that means we got to do everything to save other people, not to condemn them, but to save them. Again, as you've heard me tell the story many times about the man who called me when I was on EWTN and he had a question, which would have been a question, but it wasn't. It was a statement. And he says, Father, I am not going to my cousin's wedding. And I said, okay, why is that? Because they're living in sin. And I want them to know how sinful they are. Well, just even tell the story again. What kind of people call themselves Christians? I want them to know how sinful they are. And I said, well, how long how is the, are they going to get married in the Catholic Church? Yes. And I said, well, the church is going to be there. Why aren't you going to be there? Because I want them to know how sinful they are. And I said, so, hmm, let's see, how long before the wedding? Six months. I said, okay, you got to do something of penance every Friday. And I'm sure everybody here, by church law, you must do penance every Friday. It used to be you couldn't eat meat. But we all know that people like uh, fish, so that isn't a penance for them. So everyone's called, according to teaching of the church, to do some fasting, some penance on every Friday. So I said, you got to do it anyway. So I want you to fast on bread and water every Friday between now and the wedding for their conversion, for their conversion, for their conversion. And of course, he hung up on me. Why? Because we'd rather see people damned than come to conversion. We would rather do anything. I want them to be condemned. I want the justice of God to be revealed. Well, let's start with you then. If you want the justice of God to be revealed, let's start with you. Let's start with me. And that'll be damnation for all of us. Every one, not one of you here, does not deserve eternal damnation. Don't you love the pastor? 
But that's why we have a Savior that came and took our sins upon himself and then paid the penalty for us. And then he says, what I have done is give you an example. So what we're called to do is to live the Beatitudes, to live a life for others, to live a life the way God sees life and not the way the world sees life. We really got to examine our lives and our consciences. Am I living the way the world says I'm called to live? Or am I living the life of the Beatitudes, the way God calls me to live? Am I doing everything in my power to bring other people to salvation? Or am I just judging them and wishing them hell? I hope to God, literally hope to God, that everybody goes to heaven. I hope to God, literally hope to God, that the person I can't stand the most sits next to me forever, next to me in heaven. Because they'll be redeemed, and I'll be redeemed. The mercy that I want is the mercy that everyone should get. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are those who mourn. Let's see the way God sees and live the way God lives, that we may be his saints. May you know his love today and forever. Amen. Let us stand.